Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Everyone has been impacted by uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Most of the country working from home. We're entering week two of lockdown, but it's week four of significant restrictions and we're all feeling its sting. Some communities are more vulnerable than others. And one of these communities is uh, the traveller community. And I'm joined on the line by Dr. Cindy Joyce, of course, Limerick-based Irish traveller, human rights activist, sociologist and member of President Higgins Council of State and Martin Collins, who is the co-director of Pave Point. And uh, you're both welcome. Uh, good morning uh, to you. Um, good morning. And uh, Martin, morning, I heard you tell the story last week that it came very close uh, to home for you and one of your colleagues unfortunately passed away from the coronavirus. Uh, unfortunately, that's uh, true. Uh, Joe, a young Roman man, only 46 years old, the father of uh, eight children, uh, four of them under the age of 18. Um, he unfortunately contracted the coronavirus and, and, and passed away. And we also know that uh, there are a number of other Roma, I think four, who are in uh, intensive care in a critical condition. Uh, we also know that uh, as of from the 31st of March, there are 28 uh, confirmed cases within the Roma community and there's 28 additional suspected cases, people waiting for the results of their test. So you're absolutely absolutely right. The coronavirus uh, does not discriminate. Um, it's a deadly contagious disease. It can impact on old people, obviously, young people, uh, those with underlying conditions, those who are fit and healthy. But it's also true to say that some communities as you have pointed out yourself, are quite vulnerable. Uh, and that obviously includes both the traveller and the Roma community for very obvious reasons. We know that our health status is very well documented, that there's huge health inequalities. We know that uh, uh, many, many travellers suffer from cardiovascular diseases, uh, respiratory illness, uh, diabetes and, and other underlying conditions. And then, of course, we also know that many, many uh, Roma and traveller families are forced to live in very overcrowded, uh, cramped conditions where um, uh, social uh, distancing cannot be observed. And we've called on the local authorities to put in place um, uh, immediate measures to ensure that travellers who need to self-isolate can do so. So, in other words, that the local authorities should put a few spare trailers, caravans to the general public. I don't like the term caravan myself, I have to say, but to put a few trailers uh, on the site uh, where where there's a need to to self-isolate. But above all, I I would say to my my own community and indeed to the Roma community that it's really, really important that they respect and observe uh, the guidelines from the HSE in terms of social distancing, uh, washing your hands, uh, staying at home, uh, not leaving uh, beyond two kilometres from your home if you need to take a bit of a walk or a bit of exercise. And by and large, I have to say that travellers are observing uh, these uh, these uh, guidelines from the HSE. But unfortunately, as you have pointed out yourself uh, in your introduction there, with other people, other communities, uh, we have a number of travellers who are not observing uh, these guidelines. And uh, it's very irresponsible. And I would encourage uh, travellers to please, please heed the, the advice uh, from the agency and the government 
this is a matter of life and death. And Martin, you know, it is unfortunately a particularly acute problem in parts of Rathkeel, which, as you well know, um, mm. you know, has had a long traveller tradition. Yeah, well, look, I, I was speaking to a number of people who are who are very close to the situation in, in Rathkeel. And I am hearing um, uh, some reports that that some of the travellers, again, are not observing uh, the very important uh, guidelines issued from the government and the HSE. And all I can say, I I would urge those people to please, please reconsider their behaviour, change their behaviour, change their attitude. This is about protecting themselves. It's about protecting their families. And it's about protecting the wider community. People need to take this with the utmost seriousness that it is. It's literally a life and death situation. So please, please, whether, whether it's a travellers from Machil or indeed travellers in other parts of the country and indeed to society overall, people, please obey the very important guidelines issued from the HSC and the government. Mm. Dr. Cindy Joyce, what are your thoughts on all of this? Um, yeah, I, I I agree agree with Martin there that um, travellers and Roma, you know, are really vulnerable at the moment, particularly in the overcrowded situations that they're living in. If we look at um, even how um, Europe is describing the situation with the communities, it is the fact that because of years of discrimination and neglect, mm-hmm. it makes us much more vulnerable because of the situations that we're living in. And I suppose um, just looking at, I suppose, those um, some of our members of the community, some minkers there in Raquel, um, as Martin was saying, that have not been adhered by the guidelines are being irresponsible. But I would also advise the wider gen- general public not to hook onto this as as an act, um, as an excuse, I suppose, to be um, discriminative or racist towards the community, because by and large, most of the community are adhered by the guidelines. Mm. And and I suppose if you just look at um, I suppose one of the reasons why the community are in such vulnerable situations is because of the accommodation situation and particularly around, um, I suppose, if you look at the budget, the traveller accommodation budget, you can see that the local authorities um, hasn't spent, spent the budget. If, uh, if we look at last year, has been diabolical, for example, in, uh, from, in 2019, you, you know, there was, there was a less than a third of the budget that was spent for the traveller accommodation budget. And we can see that through the, through the state legislation, through the, through the state are trying to respond to this crisis in, 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 a really, um, in, in a really fantastic way in their measures that they're putting forward uh, about eviction and providing sanitary and water. But I suppose that is one of the, one of the issues is that um, uh, really good um, things can come from the top level state, but it's the local authorities that we, we rely on uh, when it comes to it. And um, some local authorities uh, don't adhere to government policy and um, recommendations. And we can see that here in Limerick, um, for example. Uh, as far as I know, none of the sites here in Limerick has has um, had any sanit- extra sanitary um, uh, resources put into their sites. They haven't even um, been called called upon and there has been no resources, extra resources put in there. And there are many families that are actually um, in fear at the moment. They're terrified of what could happen. And if we look particularly um, how um, it's saying that it's affecting the older people, only 3% of our community live over the age of 65. 
So we are particularly vulnerable. This could totally wipe out the, the, the few elderly people that we have left in our community. So that, that makes us um, re- really vulnerable at the moment. And I would... Um, I would suggest that that all local authorities um, begin to adhere by state policy and state recommendations to provide the community uh, with extra resources, including um, clean water. And um, I suppose if you look at, like, there's over 3,000 um, uh, members of the community that are living on the road site and uh, that have no access to water, you can see that... Um, some sites have uh, have no access to um, to warm hot water and only have access to cold water, and other sites then have access to very limited water. So um, we can see that much of uh, the community, you know, it's nearly impossible for them to um, even socially isolate it with the overcrowded conditions. You know, you have big families in in one small trailer and um, uh, overcrowded sites. And I would agree with Martin that there needs to be um, extra trailers um, not not put in into overcrowded sites because that would be making it much more um, overcrowded, you know. But there should be new plots of um, of areas that are designated um, for the community uh, for self-isolation. Yes, we're chatting to Dr. Cindy Joyce and Martin Collins. Um, um, Martin, um, I know uh, there have been um, some moves uh, to ensure that uh, travellers can't be evicted during the period of the COVID-19 crisis. Martin? Hello, hello. Sorry, I was just saying that there there have been um, some moves to ensure that travellers can't be evicted during the period of the COVID-19 crisis. Yes, uh, the national travel organisations uh, collectively uh, lobbied um, uh, Minister Owen Murphy to ensure that travellers were included in the emergency legislation that was passed uh, about nine days ago because initially that legislation did not apply to travellers. It only applied to those who were in uh, rent arrears or in mortgage arrears. Uh, so we fought very hard to get travellers included and obviously we, we succeeded. So travellers now will be protected uh, from evictions for the duration of, the, of this uh, coronavirus. Uh, but we would say there shouldn't be any evictions at all, full stop, at any period uh, of time. Uh, we, we feel that evictions are totally uh, immoral, uh, particularly in a context where this state and local authorities have failed travellers. They failed to provide for their accommodation needs. They have failed to draw down and spend their allocated budgets. So in that context, local authorities should not be allowed to uh, evict travellers in, in that context. But yeah, well, we did get travellers included. So travellers can be reassured, at least anyway, for the duration of this uh, virus, that they, they will be protected from evictions. Uh, also, we managed to get uh, uh, Minister Owen Murphy to send out a circular to all 31 local authorities, uh, uh, urging, advising and directing them to take immediate steps to, uh, as Cindy has said, to introduce uh, basic essentials, basic services such as sanitation, water, electricity, regular uh, refuse uh, uh, collection uh, as a way of so that people can protect themselves and minimise the possibilities of contracting and spreading this uh, deadly virus in their families and in, and in, and in, their, in their communities. Now we know the picture is very, is very mixed. Some local authorities, to be fair, are making a huge efforts to try and uh, respond uh, to the crisis. But unfortunately, we have many, many other local authorities who are doing damn all. They're dragging their feet. And we would call for Minister Owen Murphy uh, and Minister Damien English to intervene and to put pressure uh, and to compel these local authorities to respond to the needs of travellers in what is 
and national health emergency. Mm. And Dr. Cindy Joyce, one thing that uh, is common across all communities in the country, including the traveller community, is the restrictions on funerals. That's very, very painful for Mm -hmm. people, isn't it? Absolutely, it is really painful. Um, And I suppose, like, you can see, not I suppose family is important to, to, to everybody, but I suppose being in such um, close quarters, uh, our community um, are really, really close with family, and particularly, I suppose, extended family. But um, it is really, really difficult, and you can see that one of our traditions is that we do have um, people from all over the country, and not, not just Ireland, but um, England and Europe as well, uh, in the continental Europe, coming to... Uh, funerals when when one of the uh, members of the community dies and um, that ju- does draw crowds but um, uh, the, ma- the majority of travellers are there by the rules and we can see that through the funeral rules um, uh, only 10 people are allowed to attend the funeral and um, others um, other funerals can be v- can be um, viewed through um, social media. And I suppose one of the things is that um, it is going to be very difficult and it is it is definitely going to affect the mental health of the community as well. And that's one of the things that I am really worried about is because of the mental health issues that we have um, outside of the coronavirus where we're nearly seven times higher um, to die from suicide. 11% of us die from suicide alone. And I think that this coronavirus um, is definitely going to have an effect on, on our mental health um, um, to, to, throughout the next few weeks. We're going to hear of um, a lot more um, people suffering from, from mental health and I suppose one of the things is that we need to, to keep that in mind and we also need to keep when, keep in mind that um, when, um, when, when the local authorities are doing what they're supposed to be doing, which some of them are not doing as Martin has said and that includes uh, Limerick at the moment um, where they're not providing for the community. We need to also include um, mental health organisations and particularly, I suppose, the um, the, the, the Traveller Health Mental Organisations uh, with, with um, Thomas McKenna, the Travel and Counselling Service. And I have provided um, numbers and information to the, to the community uh, locally and online, online as well. And I think we need to just keep uh, reminding the community that um, we are all there for each other and that um, we keep just reminding them to reach out and not to suffer from this alone, that we're all in this together. Okay. All right. Well, we will give Limerick City and County Council the chance to respond to some of the criticism uh, from you on that. Dr. Cindy Joyce, uh, Irish uh, traveller, human rights activist, sociologist and member of President Higgins Council of State and Martin Collins, the co-director of Pavi Point. Uh, Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves and your families uh, as well. And uh, there is a traveller helpline. You can phone or text 083 100 300. That's 083 100 6300. Or indeed, the HSE helpline, the general one, is 1850 24 1850. That's 1850 24 1850. And after the break, dealing with cabin fever during the pandemic. Call Limerick today now on 461995.